0: You are listening to the Business Society Podcast with Melissa Houston, CPA, financial strategist for CEOs, and a Forbes.com columnist. The Business Society community is where business owners come together to learn about real business, common problems, and real solutions. Are you a successful business owner who is now ready to learn how to increase your profit margins so that you can keep more money in your pocket and build your personal net worth? You are in the right place. With over 20 years of experience working with business owners, I share with you real advice that will help you increase the profit in your business and build your net worth. I know you're a genius at what you do, regardless of what profession you're in, and I'm here to help you make sense of the money and other pressing business issues. Have a business problem? We'll find real business solutions. Nikki Takahashi is a digital media designer and brand strategist who has helped over 300 entrepreneurs embrace and amplify what makes them unique. Nikki is founder and CEO of a multi-six-figure agency that gets clients noticed in person, online, and in print. She is host of Square Peg Entrepreneur, a podcast featuring industry disruptors and mavericks in business. Nikki's graphic and website design achievements earned her a Governor General's Medal and the position as spokesperson for Tech 2000. With over 20 years in digital media, she has been featured in marketing articles and on podcasts such as Dissecting Success and Fearless and Successful. Her keynotes on brand design and strategy have reached audiences around the globe. She's also a StoryBrand certified guide under New York Times bestselling author Donald Miller.
1: Hey, Nikki. How are you, yeah. Melissa? I have been waiting so long to talk to you, and this is the highlight of my week. I <laughs> oh, <come> swear, on. <laughs> I swear. We always oh, have great conversations. No, no, well, no. I am
0: so happy to welcome you to the Business Society podcast. Thank you. So you are an amazing entrepreneur and I'm excited to you know, talk more about your business and what it is that you're offering. So if you want to give us an intro into what it
1: is that you do, your superstar quality, that would be fantastic. Oh, exciting. <laughs> well, you know what? I, I'm a brand enthusiast, a brand strategist, a brand designer. Design is my passion, and personal branding is really my love. So, I own a very quirky, cool boutique design agency in Calgary, Alberta, called Fetching Finn. Which- and, and sorry, I have to give that good old Canadian plug, right? Yeah. Yay, Canadians. Okay, right. go on. Right. <laughs> and I've been doing this for, gosh. Ugh like i all I, I can almost legitimately say last century like 24 <laughs> years you don't have a day over 21 <laughs> <laughs> no it's it's so true but i just love it i absolutely just love it and being an entrepreneur my own business person is just such a freedom it's so exciting so invigorating i would not change a moment of every day i so, love uh, the passion That's it's fantastic. genuine it's sincere Okay, before we get started, I'm gonna ask a question that
0: I know I suffered from a long time ago, and I'm pretty sure if I didn't know what branding was, other people don't really quite understand the concept. There's a lot of confusion out there about what branding means, so do you want to maybe explain that, help us out a bit
1: to understand better? Yeah, of course, I love talking about this, and you're right, there's so many misconceptions around the word branding, and actually when I started, last century, when I started this, (laughs) (laughs) that was really one of the hurdles in getting into this industry is because I knew in those very early stages in high school and, and things that I knew I wanted to do something design related. I knew I loved pulling together all of these different elements that really craft an experience and a persona and an image, but I didn't know the word branding, just like you said. And I don't think that term has really evolved and become more mainstream until more recently. But the common misconception is that branding is a logo. And if I'm really fortunate, somebody will also throw a website in there as well. So a logo and a website is kind of where people start when they're thinking of branding. But when it comes down to it, branding is just so much broader than that. And over the years, I've also learned that Building a great brand, building a brand with traction, one that gets sales and gets noticed and gets remembered, starts actually with messaging and not with the design piece. So that's been a shift in my business. So where I began in the design mind, going to graphic design, website design, video, now having to incorporate that messaging piece was not something that I had planned on. And yet it's absolutely been pivotal in changing my business and the way that my clients do business as well.
0: I love that. So then what type of entrepreneurs do you serve? Are they, you know, brick and mortar? Are they
1: online businesses? Yeah, I've got a variety of, I've served over 300 design clients in the past couple of decades. So I get all sorts. My love is really those personal branding clients. So those are really the entrepreneurs or the people who are the face of their brand part of a brick and mortar setup, or it's often an online, a service provider, a coach, a consultant, a trainer, an author, a speaker, people like that. And and I do my best work there because I really resonate with them. You know, Melissa, I always say it's like, they're like the freaks and the weirdos and the mavericks. Like they are just, they don't want to be in the right, in the lane of their industry. They want to be a little bit off the beaten path. And they're cool doing that. They're cool getting noticed for being a little bit different and being in the spotlight. And so it's funny because I've worked with some more traditional marketers or publicity experts, and they've actually advised me before to shy away from talking about weirdos because that doesn't seem like a very positive term. And yet, if you are one of these weirdos, you, you get that that's actually a very like a badge of honor, right? You want to be a little bit different, and a little bit freaky. So those yeah. are really the people that I love to serve.
0: Oh, I love them. So, okay, let's say that I'm a brand new business owner and I come to you for branding services. So you mentioned, you know, there's website and there's logo and stuff. Can you just kind of walk me through, give me an idea of what to expect as a client?
1: Mm-hmm. You know, if you're a brand new business owner, there are a couple of ways to look at this. You get some people who really want to bootstrap and save money, DIY, do it yourself for a lot of these pieces that are included in branding. And then there are the ones that want to go whole hog and invest. And what I say is do it right, do it properly. I don't know if one is necessarily the correct choice. I know that doing it right often gets you further faster. But I do I do totally respect the people that want to put in the work and, and DIY and save some money too, because I know that's part of the game as well. But for anybody, whether you are trying to do it yourself or if you're trying to hire it out to an expert... There are some basics of branding and building a business that you do need to acknowledge and follow in order to get to the right solution. And so, like I said, first of all, addressing that messaging and strategy piece is so important. So there are traditional marketers that can help with that. I learned from the book, Building a Story Brand by Donald Miller. You've probably mm, heard of that, right? I have, yeah. yes. Oh my gosh, that totally changed the game for me, Melissa. Absolutely it. Prior to reading that book, I thought marketing was like just a woo-woo thing. Like I I never understood what marketers were talking about. It was just so random. It's spaghetti against the wall. Clients would throw money into their services. And I'm like, oh, are they getting out of it what they should be? I don't even know. I can't even gauge. And then I came across Don Miller's book and I read it. And I thought, well, that's like way too simple. So I read it like Three, four, five, six times, right, to make sure that I understood it. And then I thought, okay, this seems like something of value that anybody, whether they're starting a business or a little bit further along, needs to go back and make sure that they are implementing right from the start. But before recommending it to my clients, I wanted to make sure that I could prove that it worked. So I applied all of the seven pieces of that framework in Donald Miller's book to my business, to Fetching Finn, and crafted only a brand new homepage for the business. And totally blew my mind within one month, just from changing the messaging, some of the wording, some of the placement, being very aware of how somebody will look at and navigate through a homepage of your website, my revenue tripled in one month just from making those adjustments. Right? Wow. So this is somebody who had come from the design world. So it wasn't like I didn't know how to make something look good, right? Or create a nice logo and a, a beautiful, compelling website, right? But that messaging piece made all the difference. It yeah. Right? Yeah. really made the difference. So that's what I would say. I, your listeners would be further ahead if they dropped the money, spent a little bit and bought that book and followed it and implemented it right away because it's very easy to implement. So whether you're in the do-it-yourself do space or you're looking to hire professionals, having that knowledge is really, really critical because there are also graphic designers and website designers who, like I was before, have no clue that the marketing and strategy piece really needs to be a foundation. Otherwise, it's just like I say, it's like lipstick on a pig or it's like, polishing a turd is what i actually say in, in this <laughs> when i'm with my peers right you're just, you're just trying it. to make you're just trying to make things look good right but yeah, underneath yeah. it could be absolutely garbage and then your business is really difficult to promote and so how are you going to how are you going to get ahead when when things aren't aligned its the messaging isn't right you're not you know, speaking to the people in the way that they they need to hear the the messaging too. so yeah, mm-hmm. it's all critical So then does that
0: translate to all the social media stuff that you have to do as well? For sure, yeah. Okay, and is that something that you help with, or is it just with the website and the messaging and stuff? The
1: clients that I serve, we end up being very long-term relationships with them. I like the long-term relationship deal. And so once we do the messaging, logo, website... Then I, we don't send them off to see. We like to to make sure we're helping them along the way. And so we do, for some clients, help with that social media piece. For personal branding, it could be tricky because even though the tendency is to want to outsource as much as possible, you are the face of the brand and you are the voice of that brand. So... It's nearly impossible for somebody else to step in and be you, right? So we can help in certain aspects, making sure that the graphics are aligned with your branding and your message or, you know, the fonts and stuff or hashtags are in place. But when it comes to actually making those connections on social media, when you're the face of the brand or the personal brand, the service provider, it's really important that that's you. You need to show up. Oh, I love that. You know, just reflecting on a comment that you made
0: earlier where you're like, well, you know, marketing is fairly easy. It's easy to go and and do it yourself. Someone like me, it is so difficult. That is my kryptonite. Like, I, you know, I'm really good with numbers. I'm really good with so many aspects of business, especially the back office stuff. When you get me into marketing and messaging, it's like, I don't (laughs) understand it. So it's not easy for all of us, that's for sure. So if you're
1: listening out there, rest
0: assured. If you feel like I do, you know, we should form a club.
1: So, <laughs> and I need to keep that in mind too, right? I, I, I have the fortune of understanding the software, understanding how to use it, understanding the the rationale and the strategy behind it too. So just like numbers are easier for you, the design part, of course, is easy for me, right? And we often forget that it just doesn't come naturally. Or, you know, and and me speaking to you before about this too, I don't know the lingo of other industries. Like when when I'm talking numbers and finance, I don't get all of that language that you're using. And so to this whole point of messaging too, one thing that somebody in your space should be keeping in mind too is that, you know, I need your services so desperately But if I'm not getting the right words coming in, if it's not making sense, or if the terms that are being used in the message are tripping me up as I'm reading it, then I'm just going to check out, right? So Yeah, that's that's so true. Yeah. Yeah. So so even if you don't really come by marketing or messaging naturally, there are some things that you can do to, to improve what you're doing without hiring an expert as well. Oh, that's a really good tip. So let's talk about when you were starting your business
0: to today. We often talk about on this show how being an entrepreneur is such a challenging endeavor, a rewarding journey for sure, but I haven't met an entrepreneur who has not hit bumps along the way. And this is what I love to talk about because I love for listeners to hear other people's stories and how hard it is. And, you know, we're not just shiny, as you would say, polish a turd. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. You're going to use that now, right? (laughs) (laughs) And we're not just, you know, looking at the highlight reel, right? Like, let's talk some nitty gritty. Like, did you face any challenges when
1: you were starting your business or just recent challenges that you want to share with us? Well, you touched on one, just saying the word branding. Even now, I struggle with that because being more of an expert in personal branding, ironically, people don't use, they don't search Google for personal branding, right? They might be looking for marketing or a website designer. So to respect SEO and things, it would be kind of silly for me to keep using personal branding in all of my messaging if that's not what people are searching for. So, you know, that was one hurdle for sure. One kind of funny one that I was uh, just reflecting on this too, because I always dread when I'm on podcasts like this. I'm reminded of it because my name, Fetching Finn, ab- means absolutely nothing. First of all, there's a story behind it, but it's about a dog, and it's not even funny anymore. So I don't even tell it. <laughs> it was super comical at one point when my dog could not fetch, and now he can. So it's like this is just the most ridiculous name. But I. St- I regret that name, not because it doesn't mean anything. I regret it because of the letters. Fetching Finn is very difficult to articulate over audio, right? And over the phone. So, you know, you would not believe the amount of mail I get for like Stitching Sin or Flying Flynn, or I mean, there is everything, right? Because it's so difficult to remember and it's so difficult to spell. And and I mean, you F like Frank, fetching a bull, F, oh, it's on and on. So that's one kind of uh, thing that I guess is a tip for your listeners. But it's also, it has been a hurdle, but I'm not going to change it because it's just a constant reminder that that was part of the growth, right that was that was one of the things that I didn't know in the beginning. I would change it, but it's a it's a nice reminder of the evolution too. so
0: yeah, exactly. and then you know you've been in business for a while and how would people like actually, let's talk about rebranding, right because that seems like if you
1: had to change your website name, you would be going through a whole rebrand, right? Funny enough, yes, it would be a rebrand. but funny enough, business owners, entrepreneurs get so romantic about their, the name of their business and their logo. Like we get it in our mind because we see it every day. We're living it and breathing it that everybody else understands it, you know, front to back. And it's so familiar to them. And in fact, it's really not. So, you know, I, I just did a design change to my logo probably three weeks ago, simply because I was kind of bored with the font. So I I changed it. But People didn't notice and didn't care. I think it was just yesterday, somebody said, did you do something different with your logo? I've got it splashed everywhere, right? But we get this idea in our minds that, you know, people are going to recognize these small things like a name or a logo, and it, it often doesn't make all that big of a difference so it's so true because you know they're really looking to engage with you for your services that you offer the solution you're providing right that's right yeah and when you're a personal brand they get to know your name too right and and maybe not necessarily the business name so yeah that's that's true different so then
0: another question is for personal branding would you recommend that people start you know their
1: website with their own name or a company name yeah it's I've seen both ways. I've done it both ways myself. I recently did the experiment on myself to have two separate websites, one with my personal name and one with my business name. And I didn't love it. I thought it was going to be ideal. I thought, great, I can really step into this as the, I called it Nikki Tack because Takahashi is way too long of a name to say all the time. So I abbreviated, kind of made it cool, right? And went out there as Nikki Tack and oh boy. I'm a person that does websites for a living. It was so much darn work, like social media, (laughs) two different accounts for everything, two different websites to maintain. I was like, forget this garbage. So I think you just need to, to reflect on that. And if you are somebody who is a speaker, an author, and you can own that name and really promote yourself that way very easily, yeah, absolutely do it. But if you're somebody who has dreams of growing an empire, using a personal name in the beginning, of course, might not work to your advantage later on, right? When you've got 50 employees and they're all, you know, branded under your personal name, that's a little bit awkward. So so true, yeah.
0: So what kind of tips or advice or just wisdom that you would want to leave listeners with today through a conversation, which has been amazing? Mm, it has been
1: funny. Yeah. We learned you're some always new friends. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would go back to that piece about branding foundations because it is so often missed. And so I would love for your listeners to head now. I have to say the name of my website and I hope you're gonna type it out because they're not gonna yeah. get it. <laughs> We're gonna okay? leave the link in the show notes. Yes. <laughs> Fetchingfin.com slash foundations is where you go. And I've got a whole video presentation talking about the importance of messaging. First of all, defining what branding is, talking about the importance of messaging, and then also giving some tips for people, whether they're new in business and starting a website or they already have a website, things that they can just quickly adjust within a few minutes to really improve the way that their messaging converts and lands. And some common mistakes that I see when, when people are building their brand and continuing to develop it too so it's just a fun free little video i think that will help a lot of people out so fetching finn with an f like fetching a ball finn like f-i-n-n see this is a (laughs) pain.com slash foundations good awesome I'm, i'm actually gonna
0: go check that out right after we're done this recording because branding is definitely something i need to be looking at right now as well Okay. So we've covered where they can find you on your website.
1: What about social media? Where can we find you? Okay. This is where I'm using my personal name. The Nikki Tak is pretty much where you'll find me everywhere. Largely on Instagram. I love Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and then LinkedIn too under Nikki Takahashi. I would love to connect with your, your listeners. I would also love it if they just booked a call with me, because not only do I, of course, love doing business, but I'm just so jazzed listening to people's ideas, personal brands who are just doing crazy things, have these wild ideas. Like, it's it's just so motivating for me, too. So if somebody wants to just have a chit-chat and a jam session and talk about what's on their mind and how they're looking to grow, and maybe I can contribute, I would, I would just enjoy that, truly.
0: Oh, well, I have to say, that's such a Canadian thing to do, too. I love Isn't it. it. <laughs> it's the truth that's the truth it's, it's fun. so true I know I love it well thank you so much for this excellent conversation I am excited that people are going to have a clearer understanding of branding and I'm sure people will want to reach out to you and talk to you oh I so hope so thank you this was a lot of fun thanks Melissa thanks for listening to the Business Society podcast if you've enjoyed this episode leave us a review Your ratings and reviews help more people like you find our podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and share this podcast with someone you think would love it. Until next time, I'm Melissa Houston. And never forget, nobody will ever care about your money as much as you do. So never give your financial power away.